This is the F3 edition. It's been an absolute honor to be able to hang out with you all here in the chat and be here with you all throughout this virtual experience. Now, this is Freedonomics, and it's typically a show, a podcast that we do once a week on Thursdays at noon. And typically, I have my co-host, Zach Shuklin, here with me, but today we are going solo. So that means I can pretty much say anything I want about Zach, but... I'm a nice guy and I won't do that. (laughs) What we will do, though, is dive into some really awesome topics with some really great people here within the supply chain. So typically what we do here at Freightonomics is we bring freight and economics together. I also serve as FreightWave's lead economist here. And so every once in a while, I get to dive into some really cool analysis here um, and, and dive into some of the trends. So if you like what you hear today, be sure to subscribe to some of our Freightcast and be a regular watcher and viewer of Freightonomics. But without further ado, I don't want to waste too much time here because I want to jump in to our first guest here. And so who we have here is Lionel Vanderwalt. Lionel, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, I have had a chance to study up on your background a bit. Uh, You're with PayCargo. You currently serve as the Global Chief Commercial Officer. And thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Anthony. It's great being here with you, and I look forward to talking to you a bit about PayCargo. Well, well, great to have you here. And I mean, as I mentioned, I, I love your background. You're no stranger to uh, the, the supply chain. Definitely earned your stripes um, over the past few years. And looking at, of course, your background within air cargo and all of the above, can you dive into a little bit your background? who you are and what you have going at, uh, at, at, I'm sorry, pay cargo. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so originally, you know, I started off right out of uh, school into the South African Air Force. So I started out in aviation and then from there transitioned into a number of different roles, but eventually ended up with the International Air Transport Association, where I worked for many years um, and then ended up in the role of president uh, at CNS which is Cargo Network Services, IATA's arm here within the United States. Um, My role has always been one of being a transformation evangelist, uh, driving change both uh, within the companies that I work as well as uh, across the industry. So that's something that uh, we're very proud of at PayCargo that we're doing is really driving fundamental transformational change uh, across payments within the industry right now. I think that's really a big part there, that transform that transformative change, especially within the industry. And so one of the things that's really been impacting our industry, as you know, of course, is technology. And it seems like there's technology coming from all facets of the supply chain. Um, I mean, some of it is really innovative. Some of it is really driving efficiency. And, and some of it, I, I think, might be too early to the party, but I think some of it is really perfectly timed right now. Can you tell me a little bit more about the benefits of using technology to optimize industry payments and, and what it is that you guys have going on at PayCargo? Absolutely. So if you look at the North American market, I think everybody will agree that we've been in working in an industry that's extremely outdated. Um, still lots of uh, outdated processes like checks and a lot of manual processes that are in place. 
So PayCargo, what we do is we basically use uh, state-of-the-art technology to help uh, process uh, payments across the industry. Um, and that really helps, if you look on the import side, it really helps to expedite the release of cargo, which is obviously critical. So if you take a, a standard process where somebody's using some of these outdated processes like checks, you know, it's they, they get the information in that the cargo has uh, arrived and they need to pay, they need to request a check to be written out, then there's multiple signatures, then they got a pile of documents that eventually ends up on somebody's desk and they need to rush it across to get it to the vendor in order to get the cargo released. Why go through all of that pain when you've got technology like ours? And it's basically an online platform where as soon as you go in and you hit the process on the transaction, a message goes through to the vendor saying that the cargo can be released because it's been approved for payment and the vendors trust pay cargo that we will pay them the funds next day. So it really helps to expedite the flow of those funds, plus it's a lot more secure. And then just as importantly, if you look at the data component, data is crucial. And, and with PayCargo, you've got instant access to data and that data visibility across the supply chain. And, and data is huge, but not just having access to data, but meaningful data. And so you really outlined, I think, some really great things here when talking about why it's important to really um, break out of some of these uh, uh, old and traditional ways of doing things, especially when you're looking at checks and inefficient ways of operating. But can you talk to a little bit more about what makes PayCargo unique? I think what makes us really unique is that PayCargo was started up by a group of individuals from the industry. So we are industry professionals who really have a deep knowledge of the industry, and it's across the different modes. So we've got people from the maritime side, we've got people from the aviation side, and then obviously the expertise from, from the finance industry. So we take all of that, we bring it all together, and then we basically make sure that we're continuously talking and engaging with our stakeholders across the value chain that we work with. And being, you know, being a problem solver, basically, going to them, we understand their business, we understand most of the pain points, and it helps us to very quickly, when we're talking with them, identify what can be improved, how we can help them. And also at the same time, you know, being a financial tech company, we are agile and, and we're very quick and flexible to, to change. So if we find something coming out of the industry that's new, that's changing, COVID drove a lot of those changes, for example, we're very quick to adapt and then meet the needs of the marketplace. So I think it's, it's, it's really key to be able to understand the marketplace and then be able to deliver you know, something that's really meaningful in terms of, of transformational change when it gets to payments. The having that industry experience is huge. I mean, so Craig Fuller, our founder here at C, uh, uh, at, at Freightwaves, our CEO as well, um, one of the big things that he really honed in on is something that he uh, coined tribal knowledge. And, and it makes all the difference, especially when you're building something out because these are people that know what's important and what they wish they may have had um, when they were in their profession. So that definitely makes sense. And and I think it's a huge advantage for your platform as well. Um, when you're talking about pay cargo and, and some of those efficiencies and, and some of the uh, expedited processes, can you talk to about how you achieve this and, and what are some of the benefits? 
Absolutely. So it's obviously, you know, I think there's two components here. The, the one component is the technology and then the other side is the, the people. So I think one of the key things when it gets to a technology side is that we consider ourselves to be a really open, collaborative type of company. So we are always working uh, with other partners within the industry to basically see how we can work together through API integrations to add value to our mutual stakeholders. And I truly believe that is essential because at the end of the day, we could be working on the payment piece and streamlining that and transforming it and bringing all these new technologies. But if that's just the one component within the broader value chain that's modernizing and it's not interconnected with some of the other aspects of the business, the operations and the finance side, for example, then clearly you're not going to get the, the majority of the benefit that, that you could have got out of that. So it's really making sure that we are open, collaborative, interconnected with various uh, stakeholders across the industry. It's also taking a deeper dive. And it's not just, as I said previously, about payments. It's a lot about the data and using our platform, for example, as a payer to be able to get central visibility from head office on what's happening within stations, being able to control who can pay which vendors, um, how much can be paid weekdays versus weekends, you know, all of those sort of controls and functionality. And then also having immediate visibility uh, once payments have been made versus having to wait, for example, uh, for a month for an end of month report to come in so you can really understand what's happening in the business. So that business intelligence is critical and, and you can gain a lot of insights, obviously, from having real time data. The other aspect, uh, as I mentioned, is people on our side. So it's really, we pride ourselves in terms of customer service and, 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 and the, one of our metrics there is we really want to make sure that we're answering uh, all of our calls as quickly as possible. And we do about 80% of them within 30 minutes, which I think is incredible in this day and age, being able to be so customer centric. But I think that's important because we're talking about payments and we're talking about getting cargo release right lines. So, so it's critical to be able to respond quickly. So, Lionel, you mentioned a lot of great stuff there. I mean, talking about that interconnectivity, um, really being able to have the API integration, and really being able to drive that experience forward. So, I, I have to thank you so much for, for joining us today. And also want to know, if people want to you know, connect, find out more about Pay Cargo, or, or chat with you about some of these changes that you're having in the industry, some of the optimization, how can people reach out? Absolutely. Everybody can, uh, if they want to connect with me personally, I suppose LinkedIn is most probably the, the best way to do that. Um, but over and above that, just go to our website, paycargo.com, and you'll find all of our contact details there for our customer support team, as well as uh, our sales team. And we'll be more than happy to, yeah, we can assist you uh, as a company with your payment needs. Thank you for your time, Anthony. I really appreciate the opportunity. Lionel, thanks so much. We'll be sure to check in with you soon as well as Pay Cargo continues to grow and expand. So we have another guest coming up here. Um, someone I'm also excited to chat with. And this is, ja I'm sorry, this is uh, from Front. And this is going to be David Ma. He is an account executive there. And I'm also excited about his background as well because we share, I think, a little bit of overlap here, especially from our consulting background. But David, I would love to hear more about you. Can you please introduce yourself and, and what you guys are doing over at Front? Hello, Anthony. Thanks so much for having me. Um, so as you basically said, I'm on the sales team over here at Front, and I've been here for um, nearly three years. And as you said, 
Uh, not only was I a consultant, but I actually, I'm no economist like you, but I did a major in economics. And so it's a, it's a topic close to my heart. Um, a little bit about Front, um, you know, the what is we're a redesigned email inbox, which if you think about email, it really hasn't changed in you know, the 20 plus years that everyone's been using it. Um, and it's really for customer facing teams that want to respond faster, better, with more context to really handle the most important customer inquiries. And we've always loved coming to Freight Waves and getting engaged with this community um, because we work with a ton of logistics companies who are looking to up level how they communicate in a way that's more efficient and basically helps them improve their customer service, um, which basically has retention and revenue acceleration benefits. So, really excited to be here and, and talk more. Definitely. And, and David, I don't want to harp too much on this, but I, it makes all the sense in the world why you are in the position that you are in and why you are passionate about solving this problem. Because when I think about consulting and I think about um, the, that the need to be able to communicate efficiently and because you can have the right answer, but if you don't communicate yeah. that answer in the right way, and if it's a little bit misconstrued, it's too hard to get there. It's, it's as good as having the wrong answer and it all is lost. So can you talk to me a little bit more about solving the customer experience trap in logistics? Yeah, absolutely. So this is a topic that's really close to us as a company. Um, we do a lot of research besides obviously developing a product and, and selling it to customers. And we actually partnered with uh, the Harvard Business Review on this study. And one of our big learnings from this was that when you as a customer or a consumer are working on you know, some particular problem and you're trying to talk to customer service, you as a customer aren't just saying, how does this experience compare to you know, competitors in this space? You're really comparing your customer service experience to the best ever customer experience you've had. So I give you an example. Let's say I'm emailing a freight company saying, I want a quote, I want a status update on an important shipment. I'm actually expecting you, the freight company, to treat me maybe like I'm at the Genius Bar at Apple or you know, the customer service team of my favorite app on my iPhone, which gets back to me in 15 minutes every time I write them. And it's extremely personalized. And so this trap that we're talking about is that you know, logistics companies in particular think they're just competing with their peer set. When in reality, if you take a consumer lens, they're competing against every customer experience interaction that consumer has ever had. And so um, you know, one of the numbers that we found from this was more and more companies say that customer inquiries must be responded to really fast and really well. 93% of customers in our survey said that customer inquiries being responded to well was really important. And so, you know, we think that we're just competing on speed and price and all that, but, you know, we're really competing on customer experience. Yeah, and, and, and this is definitely an industry where those relationships really make all the difference. I mean, in all segments where you're a broker talking to a driver, you know, all these relationships are interconnected and they make a big difference. So can you talk to why some of the logistics companies, I'm sorry, logistics companies are falling into this trap? Yeah, it's almost like you're, you're setting me up, right? Which is, <laughs> you know, winning, winning in this market is not always about speed and price. And I know that matters, but it's about these long-term relationships that you talked about. People want to do business with people that they like, and your customer experience is how you interface um, with these customers. So what we find are um, logistics companies fall into this trap because, um, again, they think that they're competing just with their competitors. Their customers are really demanding. It's, it's very obvious, right? Um, 
And the reason it's complex in logistics is because there are so many more people involved in just getting one ship, for example, from point A to point B. It's not just as simple as responding on like a, you know, a uh, support question to like a, your favorite app, right? And so an excuse that we hear is, well, it's complex. That's why we're not as fast or that's why our responses aren't as good. Um, and we at Front, you know, we disagree with that. You know, this trap happens because there's a disconnect between what actually matters, which is experience, and how you actually do it. So not to sound like a broken record, but going back to that study, what we found was that two-thirds of the companies we talked to don't have the right data to respond quickly uh, to a customer inquiry. They're looking around different systems. Only one-third of the companies rate themselves as doing well when it comes to internal communications to respond fast to a customer. And so it sort of reminds me of, you know, you, you go to talk to some agent on the phone and they pass it to the next person. And they ask you the same question over and over and over again. Um, it's really frustrating as a consumer, right? And so getting the right alignment of technology and people uh, to respond quickly and falling out of this trap is really what Front has been focused on. So, David, real quick in closing, how can logistics companies come out of this trap? Yeah, so we think about it really as two ways. The best customer experiences are fast and personal. They make you feel like a human on the other side. And on the back end, the way which we enable and help customers do this is we help them collaborate better. We help them give better visibility into their inquiries. We ensure accountability so that the right person is responding to the right message. And then we, we really preach automation. Let machines do what they do best and let humans do what they do best, which is relate to other humans. I think a lot of people in this industry talk about people processing technology. A lot of our clients are throwing just people at this problem when we really believe that they should be throwing technology at this problem and using it as a catalyst to improve your people in your process. So that's what we're focused on here at Front. David, I love your philosophy and, and those focus points. We have a few seconds here. Can you give us a real quick plug as to where people can find you? Yeah, very simple. Um, my email is just david at frontapp.com. You can find me on LinkedIn, uh, David Ma. And then, of course, our website is front.com, F-R-O-N-T.com. Um, thanks again for having, having me on this show. Awesome, David. Thank you so much. And thank you all for tuning in for this F3 edition of Freightonomics. Of course, you can find us Thursdays at noon all the time. Me and Zach going back and forth on freight and economics. If you like, subscribe course, but stay tuned because we have tons more content coming up here at F3. See you soon.